The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the second half of Patricia Raskin Positive Living, right here on Voice America, America's Voice. My guest is Allison Carmen. She's the author of The Gift of Maybe, Finding Hope and Possibility in Uncertain Times. Allison is a former attorney. She was an addict, but her addiction wasn't to drugs, alcohol, or even gambling. Her addiction was to certainty. Every moment, Allison desperately sought to know or predict what would happen next, trapping her in a spiral of anxiety, uncertainty, and fear. Now, Allison is a life coach and business consultant, and she shares how embracing the concept of maybe dramatically improved her life and the outlook in the gift of maybe, and she shares her own stories. Welcome, Allison. Oh, thank you, Patricia. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, I certainly can relate to this. I mean, this is, this is just so, you know, and I know that there are so many people, particularly women, you know, who have who have decided to go on their own, whether they're entrepreneurs or whether they're going for their dream, because there is uncertainty there, and you just don't know. The question is, though, how do you, how do you calm your mind so that you can deal with it? Okay. Well, the best way that I can introduce everybody that's listening to this show to the idea of maybe is to share how I found it. And as you said in the introduction, I was addicted to certainty. And every moment in my life, I needed to know what was going to happen. And if I didn't know, I projected things were going to be bad or things wouldn't work out in my life. And I think a lot of people have the same problem. When The minute they see that life's not working out the way they plan, instead of staying open, their mind automatically goes to these, these negative statements that things are never going to work out. And what we do in order to make ourselves feel better is we write stories what needs to happen in our lives. I need to have this job until I retire. I need to have this amount of money in the bank when I'm 50. My child needs to go to this college to be okay. And these stories, they, they kind of give us like a ground to make us feel better, but then, as we all know, the unexpected happens in life, and sometimes we lose that job, or we don't have the amount of money that we thought. And intellectually, we, we know that things constantly change, and life has more possibilities, but emotionally, we fail to be able to align in that place. So intellectually and emotionally, we end up in two different places. And for me, I, was, I couldn't stand the uncertainty in my life, and it started at a young age. And as I got older, I started to write a story to make myself feel better. And the story I wrote was that I was going to get a job as an attorney. I was going to be working at a very large firm. I was going to marry this great guy. I was going to have these kids. The balloons were going to come down. Life was going to be great. And i never have another worry in my life again. Well, I don't think that's just your story, Allison. I think that was many, many of our stories, particularly if we are in the the baby boomer category. And that's what we were taught. 
Right. We were taught a hook, line, and sinker. I, I went for it. And so I, I became that attorney, and I got a job at that large law firm, and I actually remember walking to work on the first day feeling, this is it. I've arrived. Certainty is, is, is mine, and everything is going to be wonderful. And the second day, I was sitting at my office, and my office mate walks in, and he said, hey, Allison, did you hear they're firing half the first years? And I was the first year. And all of a sudden, my head starts to spin. Because I didn't expect this, and I had written this story for a very long time, and the thought started to, to overtake everything. How was I going to afford my rent? What were my parents going to think? How could this possibly be happening? And I actually never fully recovered from that level of anxiety for a very long time. And they didn't fire me, but the anxiety continued. Were they going to like my memo? Was my husband going to leave me? Was there going to be a terrorist attack in New York City? And the more and more the anxiety took over, I stopped sleeping, my immune system became compromised, so I started to go to all these doctors, hoping that they would be able to alleviate this, this anxiety that I couldn't get rid of, and they gave me this little blue pill, and they said, if you take this blue pill, your anxiety will go away. I was so anxious, I couldn't even take the pill. And so over time, I, I found alternative ways to ease my mind, I changed my diet, I went for acupuncture, but the minute something unexpected happened in my life, I spun out of control again. Yeah. And then one day, I went to my Qigong teacher and he told me this story about a farmer. And this farmer had a horse and the horse ran away. And his neighbor came by and said, you have the worst luck. And the farmer said, maybe. And the next day, the horse came back with five mares and the neighbor came by and said, you have the best luck. And the farmer said, maybe. And the next day, the farmer's son was on the horse. He fell off and broke his leg. And the neighbor came by and said, you have the worst luck. And the farmer said, maybe. The next day, the army comes to take his son to war, but he can't go because his leg is broken. And the neighbor came by and said, you have the best luck. And the farmer said, maybe. And in the Taoist tradition, the story means things are neither good or bad. They just change. But for me, maybe because I'm from the West, all of a sudden, my entire body was filled with hope. I actually felt a pop in my chest. Because I was so worried my entire life the horse was going to run away, it never occurred to me that he could come back. And I went home that day, and I had just started a business consulting practice. I had left the law, and no matter what worry thought I had, I threw it against maybe. I, I don't have enough clients. I don't have enough money. Well, maybe I do. Maybe things will change. Maybe they'll get better. Maybe I'm not seeing the whole picture. And that little word took me from this, this linear, narrow thinking to this broad-based thinking, and it changed everything, and my life has been filled with hope and possibility ever since. Well, that's a fantastic message, and you're one of the few people, and I've interviewed thousands of people, that really, I think, capture it in that way, because as, as successful as my work has been, and as much as I've been able to achieve this dream of sharing your kind of message with many, many thousands of listeners, I still have been faced with a lot of what you're describing. And it's, it, what is difficult about that is the recovery time. Because you get into a space where you fret and you worry, just as you said, will I be okay? And I think if we haven't had those role models, which I didn't, I had the role model of the beautiful trophy wife mother who just raised her hand and said my father's name for over 60 years and everything worked. That was my model. And I am doing something extremely different. And when the going gets rough, I turn around sometimes and say, wait a minute, you know, what was I thinking? Maybe she, hit, maybe she got it right. Now, that's not really true. We all pay our price when you're dependent on somebody and you're codependent. There are other prices that you pay. 
and I'm doing what I love doing. But it is not, it really takes discipline, and I think it takes courage uh, to be able to do what you're talking about, because I live with this. And it's just not an easy road. However, I have found that if you absolutely love what you're doing, if it's your mission and your passion in life, then you find a way to do it and you keep doing it. But That's my story, Allison. Sometimes, though, I think that people struggle with it, even if they know it's their passion because of their fear of uncertainty. And they can't get through it because they don't have the language. Or like you said, they don't have the habit of, of knowing how to move forward without the fear, without the worry, without the stress. Right. And so that's and why this think, idea of maybe... Me, right. I think for me, I get through it because of the passion and the, and the, and the motivation. Right. But, but also there's a lot of pain sometimes with that, that to just pr- push through something through the pain. And with this idea of maybe I find that it allows you to hold it with more ease, even if you're faced with, with that pain of things aren't working out or how am I going to get this? It, it's, this it's like a bridge from that fear and that doubt and your past to a place of possibility because you recognize maybe things could be different this time. Maybe things are okay. Maybe what I learned before is not true anymore. So it constantly casts doubt on the doubt and gives us the courage to pursue the things that we want in life. Because that idea sometimes of positive negative thinking is hard when, you, when you're, you're not clear about uncertainty. You could wake up in the morning and say, today is going to be a great day. I'm going to pursue my goals. And then these negative things keep happening to you, and it's hard to hold it if you're afraid. Well, this is happening now, and now things can't work out. I, I thought that he would, he would be my client. I thought that I would get this job. But with maybe you always recognize that life is going to offer you something else. Well, I agree, and I also see the other part of that, at least for me, is that if you don't see that one client or that one piece as it, if you see that as part of the process. So that's just one client. or they, Yes, they may be a big client, but there are other ones out there. So I try to jump above that and look at the entire scope of things. Right. And, even and, and that's beautiful. That's, that's the goal, ultimately, to hold that larger perspective. It, it's almost like that one client is putting your entire life in this little test tube bottle. But when you have that recognition, like you said, it's like, you drop that one client in, a, in an ocean and you realize, well, there's so much more possible. Maybe I'll get another client. Uh, maybe there's another job. Maybe there's another career. So you're constantly open to this larger place where more things can happen in your life. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's very true. What are some of the steps? Let's talk about some of the steps before we go to break. There's my favorite exercise in the book is in the first chapter. And what you're able to do is write down your biggest fear. I cannot pursue this goal because I won't be successful. I cannot change my career uh, because how will anyone give me the, my first opportunity? And then you ask yourself, am I absolutely certain that that thought is true? And most often we're not. Most often that thought is just a fear that we have and other things are possible. So when you recognize that other things are possible, you start writing these maybe statements down. Maybe everything is okay. Maybe things will get better. Maybe I need to wait for the answer. Maybe I need to take a class. And you just write them again and again and again and again. And if you do this for a period of time, you're going to feel that pop that I felt in my chest that day. I first heard the maybe story. And you're going to realize there's more hope. There's more possibility. There's another way. And just knowing that, you're going to have the courage and the strength to give it more time and to keep going, to pursue your goals, to pursue your passion. And I think it also uh, lets you move on. 
Because if yes, you get yes. too paralyzed, then you don't do anything. Correct. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I think it's really, I think what you're writing about is really important because I don't think that this is being talked about a lot. I mean, we talk about a lot about fears, but we're talking about a refined piece here where people are going for their dreams and they're stopped because of these fears. And, and particularly if they're big ones. You know, if you have a big fear of ever, you know, falling down or getting hurt. For example, this is not mine. But an example of what I'm talking about would be an athlete who is deathly afraid of getting hurt. And here they are out there as an athlete. So it could happen. But they want to do their sport. So that, and when you have that kind of deep-seated fear, it does make it harder. But if you really, as you said, believe in what you're doing, somehow you keep finding a way, you know? You find that maybe. Right, right. Yes. How can people find your book? And we're going to come back and talk more with you right after the break. But how can people find your book? You can find my book at all the major bookstores, um, Barnes and Noble, and all the uh, and the independent bookstores, as well as online at all the major online retailers, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, iTunes. It's pretty much everywhere at this point. And are you giving talks as well or workshops? Giving talks, and you can also find my writings. I, I also have a blog at alisoncarmen.com. I write for Psychology Today, Huffington Post. So there's a lot of fabulous stuff out there. And I write also beyond maybe in a, beyond our fear of uncertainty. I write a lot about parenting, a lot about anger, a lot about workplace issues. So really just try to help people to alleviate their emotional suffering and what's blocking them and keeps them stuck from, from moving forward in their life. That's wonderful. Very important work. All right, we're going to be back very shortly with Allison Carmen. She's the author of The Gift of Maybe. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on Voice America, America's Voice. We'll be right back right after the break. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. What can you find on Get Real Radio? Well, quite honestly, who you really are. Join host James Robinson each week for a program designed to reveal more about yourself and your world through words of wisdom and profound guests. You'll discover more about the spiritual movement and how it can work with you and alert you to problems you may not be aware of. It will educate, titillate, and enlighten your mind. Get Real Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This could end up being the best time of your week. Women can live their lives to the fullest and realize their dreams for growth and greatness. Georgine Summers knows. As host of On the Edge, Georgine will give you powerful tools and rules to help you change direction in your life and get rid of the fears that stop you from living your dreams. Stretch your boundaries and become the amazing person you've always wanted to be. On the Edge with Georgine Summers airs live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. 
If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Now, back to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Hi, everyone. We are back. I'm interviewing Allison Carmen, author of The Gift of Maybe, Finding Hope and Possibility in Uncertain Times. Former attorney, Allison Carmen was an addict, but her addiction was to certainty. She always wanted to predict or know what would happen next, trapping her in a spiral of anxiety, uncertainty, or fear. She is a life coach and business consultant, and she shares how to embrace the concept of maybe, which has dramatically improved her life and the life of thousands of other people, in her new book, The Gift of Maybe. Welcome back, Allison. Oh, thank you. All right, so tell us some other things that we can do to embrace this concept of maybe, particularly if if one of two things are happening. You know, let's say we, as I said to you before, let's say we're an athlete and we're very afraid of getting hurt, or we're an entrepreneur and we're very afraid of losing money or not, not being stable. And, you know, when we put ourselves in those positions where that could happen, it probably doesn't, but it could. So how do you work around that? Well, First, you know, what's really interesting is that we have to have an awareness that we're suffering. There are a lot of people that endure the suffering without even the awareness of it. The athlete that you're talking about that decides to play every day, he might be very successful on the outside, that he's able to accomplish, um, you know, scoring a lot of goals or whatever, you know, sport he's partaking in, but inside he's suffering, and eventually that suffering is going to overtake him at some point in his life. So I think we all have to recognize and ask ourselves the question, am I suffering? Am I tolerating this? Am I being held back? Am I pursuing my goals? Because at some point when that internal dialogue is always fighting against the uncertainty and the fear, it's it's going to slow us down. What I also find very interesting is that sometimes it's not also the future that's slowing us down. And I think you talked about that before. It's the past. It's the stories of our past. Maybe something happened in our lives when we were young, and that's the reason why we're not pursuing something. And what's also interesting is sometimes it's just the idea of regret. I have people that come into my office, and they're not moving forward because of stories of, of the choices that they didn't make. Uh, something, a uh, story could be, I should have went into business with Joe because Joe's now a millionaire. I should have married this fellow because my life would have been better. And we write these stories as if we know what would have happened had we made that choice. And these stories are always beautiful and they're clean. And our lives today are filled with problems. And we forget that whatever choice we would have made, that would have had twists and turns as well. And maybe not for the better at all. So when we, we look at our life, we have to be clear. Are we living in regret? Are we holding on to the past? Are we living in a place where we're projecting our fears in the future? And when we enter in this idea of maybe, we give up the patterns of the past because we recognize that maybe we're exactly where we need to be. And we're able to give up the projections of the future because we realize that maybe things will work out better than we're projecting. And we land in this beautiful place called the moment. And that's when life really opens up, when we can sit in the present with hope and possibility, knowing that our lives can be different. Or right now, everything's exactly as it needs to be. Because ultimately, we all want to feel okay. And with maybe, we recognize that maybe maybe everything is okay. Yeah, I think that's such a very strong point. You know, such a strong point about, you know, how do we know? And I've done that. I've said, well, you know, if A, B, or C had happened, I would be in X, Y, and Z, and it would be, it would be this way. But like you said, you don't really know that. You, know, you don't really know exactly. And you expect it to happen. And it, and it could come down to, right, 
And it could come down to even just being at the wrong place at the wrong time, which really had nothing to do with the choice. You could have went into business with this fellow and gotten your car and something else could have happened. We don't realize that it, that every choice that we make puts us in a different position and a different path. And even if we truly believe with all our heart that that would have been a good decision, we still are alive, we have breath, and if you have breath, you have maybe. And life can be different from this point moving forward if we're willing to see that and open up to that idea. Well, and I think there's another thing I'd like to ask you about, and that's the concept of gratitude. Don't you think that if you if you every day are talk about what you're grateful for, and you know what what abundance you have in your life, that that also helps to ease this, and also helps to see how helps you to attract more. I am a big believer in gratitude. Every morning I wake up, and I still to this day list all the things that I'm grateful for, and I do this as well before I go to sleep at night. But if people are afraid of uncertainty, that will even overtake gratitude. Because you'll say, oh, I'm so grateful for everything that I have in my life, and then things are going to start to happen that they didn't expect, and then they're going to worry that even the things that they have, they're going to lose. And that's why, interesting, I'm glad you brought up that point, gratitude and maybe work so beautifully together. Because you could be grateful, and then when something happens that you didn't expect, you don't think, game over, I'm going to lose everything. You realize, okay, I didn't expect this. But maybe things will change. Maybe they'll get better. Maybe something else is going to happen. So you, you stay open. You could stay grateful and open to hope and possibility at the same time because that piece of uncertainty and that fear can take over everything in your life. And then not only will you not be grateful, you'll be stuck and you won't pursue the things that you love and you won't also enjoy the moment. Well, yes, I, I agree. And I also think another thing is to look for those synchronicities. So, for example, you know, you're going for goal A, and now you have three or four people that are helping you, and they just happen to be there. And how did that happen? So when I see those things, I realize that, that I'm moving in the right place because I'm starting to get help from other people. And that builds a faith because ultimately, we faith is the ultimate goal. Faith right. is the goal that says, I'm okay no matter what. I'll be okay no matter what I experience. So maybe it's just a tool. It's almost like a cognitive faith. It reminds us that we're still okay when we're doubting it. And what's so interesting about synchronicity, it's another thing in life that makes you say, hey, maybe things are working out after all. Look how things are aligning. Look how things are, this came into my life. And it it just, every single experience allows us to build on that idea of faith and just this knowing that I'm okay. Yeah, that's something that I do all the time. And that, I think, is what gets me through the most, Allison is when I see the step moving toward or I see the synchronicity, I'll say, wow, you know, look. I mean, an example is I'm meeting with a a very important entrepreneur, and it just so happens that somebody who knows him very well and works with him, I've also worked with. And that person sat with me for today an hour, coaching me on exactly the ins and outs of being able to deal with this person to try to get this strategy in place. Now, how would that happen? How did that happen? You know, it, it, so that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, there is, the, when, you, when you see those synchronicities and you see them moving you forward, then I think that gives you more hope. Right, and it gives us more ground to keep pursuing the things that we want in life. And so the more tools we have, and maybe it's just one tool of many, to stay grounded and to stay open that everything life, that life has to offer, the more likely we are that we're going to find our way. Yeah, Absolutely. So tell us again how we can find your book and tell us a little bit about your workshops. 
You could find my book again at all the major retailers and some independent bookstores around the country. You could also find it online at Amazon and Barnes and Noble. My work is, I write a lot on my blog about many different subject matters, which is that you can see that at AllisonCarmen.com. I also write for Huffington Post and Psychology Today. And I write about several topics, all leading to how we could live with less emotional suffering, with more hope, and embrace more possibilities in our lives so we could have the life that, that we yearn for and align with our true path, whatever that might be. Yeah, that's really, really beautiful. All right, and uh, if people want to write to you, they write to you at your website, AllisonCarmen.com. Yes. Right, and the email is Allison at AllisonCarmen.com, but it's also on the website as well. Okay, and the book is in bookstores as well as online. Yes. Okay. Well, I really thank you for coming on the program and, and sharing your wisdom about the gift of maybe, and stay on the line for a minute. And my guest okay, today. Okay. Thank has you, Patricia. You're welcome. Stay on the line for a second. My guest is, has been Allison Carmen. She's the author of The Gift of Maybe, Finding Hope and Possibility in Uncertain Times. And uh, again, you can get this book online. You can go to her website, which is alisoncarmen.com. All right, remember, folks, um, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need. Know you can make your dreams come true. You can write to me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com. I also do coaching for people in transition and do some complimentary sessions for a few minutes to see if this can help you when you're in a time of transition. And you can listen to my other radio shows by going to my website, patriciaraskin.com. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 